Good Friday, a day of remembering. We're thankful for the song that we have sung that has led us to the cross. I want us to go to the story of the cross tonight for a few moments and take a, a look at what happened. We will look at the cross, the crucifixion of Jesus not through the eyes of, of his disciples, nor through the eyes of his family. But let's look at the death of Jesus through the eyes of one, a Roman soldier. In Mark chapter 15, verse 39, he made this statement. This man truly was the Son of God. This centurion was the commander of 100 soldiers. His specific responsibility uh, was to uh, carry out the execution uh, of the condemned prisoners. This day, today, was the end of a long and gruesome day where he had seen a man suffer the most horrifying form of death known to mankind. What had he seen during this day that would cause him to make such a convincing statement? He had first laid eyes on the Galilean at the governor's headquarters called the Praetorium. When he looked closely, he saw the blood running down the face of Jesus because of the crown of thorns that, been, that had been pressed upon his head. He saw the bruises that were there because of the blows to the head that were made with the, uh, the reed stick that the soldiers used. He saw the blood beginning to ooze through the fabric of, of his multicolored robe because of the flogging that he had received from the lead-tipped whip, the cat of nine tails. At that very moment, there was an unanswered question that began to well up within him. Who is this man? What has he done to deserve such inhumane treatment? Who is he? A robber? A murderer? An insurrectionist? A captured king? Who is he? On this day, he was responsible for carrying out the execution of a man that he didn't know. As his death squad moved through the cobblestone streets of Jerusalem with the condemned men, the centurion's eyes were fastened upon Jesus. The alleys were, were filled and the streets were filled with people. And they all seemed to have uh, uh, been shouting abusive remarks at one, the one person that was there. I've been here many times before, he said, but it's never been like this. It's because of him. Who is he? Why is everyone in an uproar about him? Who is this man? Passing through the city gates, they came to Golgotha, 
the place of the skull, the site of the crucifixion. John Mark tells us in verse 23, There they offered him, Jesus, wine, drugged with myrrh, but he refused it. The centurion saw him as he refused uh, to take this. And the question came again, Who is this man that knows that in this drink there is a sedative that will act as a painkiller and help reduce the excruciating, agonizing pain uh, that he is going to experience? Yet he didn't take it. Who is he? John Mark continues by saying, Then the soldiers nailed him to the cross. This is a moment of the day that the centurion was not looking forward to because he had been there many times before. And he knew what was going to happen. He gave the command, Take the first prisoner and secure him to the cross. The sight that ensued uh, was uh, one not fitting for human eyes to behold. The soldiers grabbed the man. He began to fight, clawing and, and kicking and cursing and shouting abusive remarks, literally fighting for his life. Then the screams of excruciating pain as the nails pierced his hand and his feet. Now the commander says, the second one. And the same scene ensued. And he gave the order, the third man, secure him to the cross. The centurion could not believe his eyes. There was no fighting. There was no cursing. There was uh, no uh, defense of any kind offered. Jesus willingly put himself on the cross. He saw him as he opened his uh, uh, arms and opened his hands so that the soldiers could drive the nails uh, into his flesh. He saw him uh, as he was there giving up his life. Who is he? Who is a man that can do such a thing as this? That centurion was a man of battle. He'd been in many fights. He'd seen a lot of men die by the sword, by the spear, and by uh, the arrow. But he had never in all of his life seen such a display of raw courage, such an amazing inner strength, a man willing to lay down his life for others. John Mark continues as he said, they divided his clothes and threw dice uh, 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 to, uh, to decide which one would get the, each piece of the clothes, of his clothing. As the centurion was there, he had never heard uh, Jesus speak a word throughout the day. But looking at him, he saw Christ as he began to open his mouth. And maybe he said to those around him, let's be quiet. He's going to say something. What will he say? As Jesus looked down upon those that were casting lots, he spoke these words, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. The centurion says, Did I hear rightly what he said? 
Did he ask his heavenly father forgiveness for those who had nailed him to the cross? Was he asking his father forgiveness for those who had mistreated him so badly? Yes, they assured him that was what he said. I don't understand. I don't understand a man like this. Who is this man? The Bible continues by telling us that there were two revolutionaries crucified with him. One on the right hand and the other on the left. And the scene uh, at the foot of the cross was that of crowds uh, shouting and making fun of Jesus, especially crying out, He saved others. He, uh, he cannot save Himself. Let's see if He's Jesus. If He really is, let Him come down off the cross and save Himself. One of the thieves heard that. He kind of picked up on it and he said, Yes, uh, that's, that's good. Uh, if, if you're really the, the miracle performer, if you're really Jesus, then come down off the cross and save yourself. And by the way, while you're doing that, save us also. The thief on the other side rebuked that man and said to him, Man, can you not see that we're receiving just uh, reward for the things that we have done? But this man has done nothing. And he looked in the face of Jesus and said, Lord, would you remember me when you come into your kingdom? His eyes met the eyes of Jesus. And with all the loving uh, uh, that he could, he could uh, receive from Christ at that moment, he heard him say, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Who is this man? The centurion cried, this man uh, uh, that can look into the eyes of one that is dying, who is, who is himself dying, and offer hope uh, to him. Who is he? Then the Bible tells us at noon, darkness fell across the whole land until, the th until three o'clock. Then at three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which being interpreted means, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? The centurion heard him cry out to his father. The Bible says, Then Jesus uttered another loud cry and breathed his last. The centurion heard Jesus. As Christ said there in those uh, last moments of his life, Father, into thy hand I commend my spirit. And he heard him say, It is finished. He saw his head fall in death. He saw him breathe his last. He now, as he had heard Christ cry out then, and had been through the day seeing Jesus return forgiveness uh, for, uh, for hate. Seeing him as he offered hope for, for those who had no hope. Seeing compassion in the eyes of Christ. And in the statements that he made. He now had his answer. And he could contain it no longer. Truly, this man 
was the Son of God. Jesus, our Savior, died on the cross of Calvary for our sins. He is the Son of God. The question to us today is much like that of the centurion. Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Some say a great teacher. Some say a prophet. Is he to you the Son of God, the Most High? Our Father and our God, we thank you for what we've just read. We thank you for what it means to us today to be able to look to the cross to see your body there that you gave for us, your blood that was spilled. We thank you, God, that today we can come to the cross and we can leave knowing what you have done for us and declare to the world, I tell you, this man was the Son of God. Amen.